Welcome to the Deerfield Family Theater Podcast. In this episode, I have the privilege and honor to speak with Mark Willems, the program manager for Deerfield's Jewett Park Community Center. Mark walks us down memory lane for DFT, going back several decades since he's also the liaison to DFT and Theater D. Speaking of Theater D, in case you're tuning in and didn't already know, Theater D is putting on a performance of Don't Dress for Dinner this April of 2022. See a link in the show notes to purchase tickets and visit theaterd.com. It was a great conversation, and without further delay, here's the interview. Mark, welcome to the DFT Podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. Well, thank you, Matthew. My name is Mark Willems. I'm the Jewett Park Community Center Program Manager with the Deerfield Park District. I'm also the Deerfield Park District Liaison to Theater D and Deerfield Family Theater. All right. Well, so glad to have you here. Um, How about you tell us um, how long it is that you've been with the Park District? I've been with the Park District a total of 32 years. Um, I did 10 years part-time where I ran programs, activities, camps, um, classes, and then I came on full-time in 2000 with the start of Deerfield Family Theater and have been with it full-time since then. Well, uh, that is an incredible amount of dedication, Mark, because I am only 33 years old. And so for <laughs> almost all of my life, you've worked in some form or other for the Park District. So, so kudos to you. We are, we are lucky to have you. Thank you. It's rare in the industry. You don't see a lot of people with one organization for 32 years. So it's it's been a fun ride. And it's a lot of fun there. So that's why I stayed. Great. Um, and with what what little time I've actually been able to be with the uh, uh, to be on the board, um, you've been a huge help to me. So you, you've been here so long. When was it that you you really started getting involved with Deerfield Family Theater? I mean, you you probably know the history then of what of what it used to be before it was Deerfield Family Theater, right? Yeah, I do. I remember um, actually when Children's Theater used to come to the Geopark Community Center when I was doing classes and programs, and they would come in and do their rehearsals and do their shows. And I saw a couple of their performances, but it was 2000 when I became full time that I started working with Deerfield Family Theater um, after the first production had been started. The the Dear Edwina production had been started before I kind of took the reins of DFT, and I've been with them ever since. So so maybe what have been some of your most memorable productions that uh, that you've had to to be a part of? And and maybe explain some of what it is you exactly do for for Deerfield Family Theater uh, that, that would lend itself to that. Right. I'll tell you what I do first. I, I'm kind of the behind the scenes guy. You don't see me a whole lot, uh, which is a little bit by design, um, but it helps me get in and get all the stuff. I do all of the behind the, like I said, behind the scenes work. I do all, I get the, the contracts correct with the, the rights companies. I go through all the payroll, the boring payroll stuff to make sure everything's paid correctly. I work directly with District 109 because for Deerfield Family Theater. And this year for Theater D, we use Caruso Auditorium. For their space, so I work with them to coordinate space and time and and um, everything with school district, uh, and then I kind of coordinate with the production staff to make sure that the productions are going well and help in any way that I can. I've built sets, I've hung lights, I've done mics, I've sewn costumes, I've done just about everything that there is to there be with the theater. So, so so in other words, uh, you're the DFT Renaissance man. I kind of am. I'm a jack of all trades there. So it's, it's a good, it's a good place to be. 
Well, then maybe like, what are some of the your your favorite sets that you've built, and and including maybe the most difficult and maybe the some of the easiest sets too. Um. Well, the most difficult set I think that we ever built at Deerfield Family Theater was probably the set that we did for Big. It was really big. Um, like the show says, it was difficult. Um, Glenbrook North used to do a lot of the set building for us with their theater tech crew, so the early sets were fairly large because they could build them in the Glenbrook, you know, North or Glenbrook South High School, which is significantly larger than our Caruso space. Um, I'd say the best set that we ever built was probably the end of the woods set. Um, it was just so fantastical and wonderful. And there were so many elements of it that were put together that were kind of behind the scenes that you didn't even realize were happening. Um, things that were lost. It was a beautiful, beautiful set. So that was, that was, and it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Um, it's a shame I wasn't living in Deerfield at the time. Cause I have that, 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 um, that you know has come back around uh, that show before people have met, have mentioned it several times. So um, so I I'm, I do miss that I I missed that. Um, now you also mentioned you're working on the upcoming Theater D show. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Theater D is doing a production of Don't Dress for Dinner. It's opening on April first. Uh, runs April first, second, third, and then the following weekend, the eighth, ninth, and tenth. It's via Crusoe Auditorium. Um, it's a hilarious. Uh, farcical production with a a lot of a lot of misinterpretations that create a lot of funny moments in the show uh it is a play versus a musical and it has a smaller cast of about six people but a lot of a lot of folks local and you can get your tickets for it right now but it's a great hilarious production i've seen a couple of the um the rehearsals and i've read the script and it's just laugh out loud funny all right. Well, that's great. Well, we'll definitely include a link to purchase tickets in the show notes of this of this episode. Uh, and uh, it, it reminds me, you know, it's hard to, when you're recording a podcast, not think about podcasts. There's this whole communication series going on right now for NPR's Hidden Brain, and they talk about that. And so, like, the science of it. So it'll be great to go see this performance and see see it enacted. Uh, it's a great comedic effect. I look forward to it as well. Yeah, it's, it's a funny, funny, funny show. And our director, Chris Causer, is a outstanding like Broadway calendar director. He is just fantastic. He's a professional guy and everything is like to the T. He's really got a vision for the show and he brings the funny in a way that's that's wonderful. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you talked a little bit about um, the things that you do, sort of the um, the behind the scenes work. Um, well, is, you know, what do you think maybe some of the more surprising things that uh, that you have to work on? Uh, in order to get a production off the ground, like I'm, an, I'm an attorney, and it's super interesting to me to hear that you're the one that's working on the rights, for example. Like, like, what is that process like? And is there anything else that you think the the show going audience might not expect has to happen in order to get to production and get through production? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes of the set that that most of the actors and most of the audience don't even see. Uh, which is kind of why it's kind of fun to be back there with the crew sometimes. Um, it's it's really funny. You'll notice that anytime I have a stage crew back there, they learn the lines and the choreography in a few days. And they'll be back there dancing to the show. But everything that they're doing as they're waiting, they're just kind of picking up and being sponges. So I love I love working with crew. That's the one thing that you don't see from the house is all of the hands behind the set that kind of move things in and out, that create 
uh, lights and moments. There was one time when a light failed and a crew member came by with her smartphone and put the flashlight on. Nobody knew. Nobody knew that there was a failure in the house and the show went on as planned. Um, there are a thousand little moments like that that happen. As far as me personally, the what do I do? I mean, the contracts aren't that interesting. I'm not going to lie. I, I write out to the, the, the rights organizations, select our dates, uh, kind of coordinate, make sure that they don't have any, any national tours going on, anything going on that could possibly affect us. Reach out to other community theaters, make sure that there's nothing going on close to us that could be, you know, we don't want to do the same show as Highland Park is. That would, wouldn't be beneficial to either of us. So kind of working with other, other agencies and making sure that we're not, you know, cannibalizing each other. That's kind of the <laughs> things that I do. Um, the other thing, work with the school district. It's a lot of fun to, to work with District 109 and to coordinate use of the facility. We help each other a lot. They have staff that come out to the shows and, you know, make sure everything's set up and cleaned and taken care of and, and ready. And, you know, then they've called me out from time to time when they've had issues with their lights or their sounds. So we kind of developed a symbiotic relationship that's really, really, really beneficial. Yeah, yeah, it, it almost brings a whole new meaning to the family aspect of it. It's not just the Deerfield yeah. family, but it's the theater family, you know, throughout the area. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And then the family aspect is there, too. That's the thing about the Deerfield Family Theater that I so appreciate is the family aspect. Because there have been times when we've had grandparents, parents, and grandchildren in the same show. We've had three generations on stage acting together. And just to kind of see that happening is is a beautiful moment. I mean, it's it's a moment for them that they'll always remember. But for me and the audience, seeing that that's going on, it's it's just really important. So since uh, since you're the uh, the master behind the scenes, though, I do want to still talk a little bit about that. I'm I'm thinking if uh, you know maybe I'm listening. Uh, I'm a listener, and I'm thinking, well, I'm not a performer. You know, we all know the way to get involved with Deerfield Family Theater is to audition and like be in the show. But maybe somebody wants to get involved in the show and uh, they're not an actor or a singer or a dancer or what have you, uh, but they want to get they, they want to help out behind the scenes or, or do that kind of stuff. Um, you know, what way is it that people could get involved with something like that? Or is that more of a we work with professionals and, you know, if that's something that you're doing, you know, when you're older or something, we could hire you or you're working for the school, you know, we could, you know, we'll work with you through the school. Like, what does that process look like for people who may want to get involved and not audition for a show? Um, we are always looking for volunteers. Let me put that out there. Um, across the board at the, at the Park District and other areas and not including theater, but with theaters especially, there's a lot of behind the scenes jobs that, that happen. You look at the set. Well, when we put it up, it's all bare wood. The whole thing has to be painted so people that can come out and paint can help design, can help, you know, put things up and make it look like it's supposed to be. Those that's, that's a lot of man hours that we that we utilize. The lights and sound pretty much are professional folks or folks with the high school that have have some experience doing that just because it's so technical. But there's a thousand areas in the theater that we've had volunteers um, back when we did concessions or concession volunteers, makeup volunteers house manager volunteers, there's crew behind the scenes that volunteer, there's a build crew and a running crew. So, and if anyone's interested in volunteering for the shows in any, in any way, just reach out to me directly and I will make sure that you get involved. 
because, you know, it's the Deerfield Family Theater and we want Deerfield involved. All right, great. We'll include your email in the show notes. Thank you. All right. And uh, and so there's there's a lot happening in Deerfield right now, um, especially as everything is starting to open back up, which I'm I'm so happy to uh, to, you know, hear and learn about. Um, but but uh, but tell me a little bit more about uh, what's been going on with uh, with Caruso Middle School. We got a tease of it uh, with uh, the, the park district director a few months ago. But but where are we now and, and what, what can we expect from that? Well, we are we are in the stages of beginning beginning construction. Um, they are going to be doing an entire new auditorium space at Caruso, and it'll be down all summer. And probably into November, December of next year, um, where they are they're they're building a couple of music rooms. They're building an entire new auditorium with state of the art lights and sound, and a much better, more acoustic space dressing rooms it'll be a full full-fledged theater that that we can perform it'll be 100 percent um handicapped accessible so it'll the accessibility issues that we've we've run into that we've been able to manage won't we'll, an entire house that'll be that'll be available to anybody and it's a wonderful it'll be a wonderful production a wonderful production phase for us and for the school district because we will both be utilizing it excellent and and what what else is happening with uh, with Jewett Park? What what are some other fun updates that are going on? Um, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on there. We've hired a new person to do cultural arts, which I think you're going to be interviewing, Elaine Hopper. She's fantastic, um, a fantastic individual. We're doing a new ceramics program there. She's really expanding upon her dance programs that we have over there, and that's probably the most that's the hidden gem at the Jewett Park Community Center that most people don't know about. We have a like professional quality dance studio downstairs that we've had ballet, you know, tap, jazz, modern, hip hop, all in all in that space. So she's building a dance program over there, as well as you know, like I said, a new ceramics and arts program in our Lane Silverman Art Room, which is the old space that the Treehouse was using. So now we have a beautiful art room with like lots of natural light. Lots of tables that people can use, and we can fit big classes in there. Um, and she's also doing a lot, a lot more community events. So that's that's the one thing that, uh, when you said volunteers, that's another another area that we're we're looking for help because we're looking for community, a lot of community events that will be free to the public, and we need some community volunteers to help out. So that's another big big process or project that we're doing with with the community center. Okay, that that's great. That's exciting. Um... And any like specific upcoming events that uh, that you want to talk about that we could share? Or it's still in development, still a little early. Well, um, uh, there's a there's a shamrock painting for for um, St. Patrick's Day that's coming up. So that's that's an event. There's an art in the park event that's coming up. There's um, a a special event that she's in the works talking about that it involves dogs so that'll be a wonderful thing for all the people that you know have gotten the covid dogs they'll have something that they can do with them a lot of a lot of um big broad community events similar to our halloween hoopla that was so big that's so big and had involved so many people in the community so we're trying to do many more of those okay great and any other uh fun updates from the park district that the audience should, should know about 
Oh my gosh. There's always, there's always something fun and new over at the Geopark Community Center. At the Park District, there's the Saks Recreation Center um, where we've got lots of sports classes and activities and things taking place. Golf. Golf is probably was waiting to open on Saturday when it was beautiful. But our, our golf center is, uh, is set over there and they've got indoor golf now that you can do with the computer ranges and screens that, that folks have been doing. They've been telling me that they've been loving it over there. Um, summertime's coming. I look outside and I see snow, but I know the pools are getting hired for the summer. Summer camps are getting ready. So uh, lots, lots, lots of busy work is going on in the park district to get us ready for the summer season, which is around the corner. Oh, I can't wait. I'm very excited, uh, especially for the pool, uh, personally. <laughs> Yeah, really, really looking forward to that for for the little one. Getting her, uh, you know, some swimming action. I think will be pretty fun. Absolutely, for, swim yeah. lessons. We got those, and uh, yeah, Deer Spring and Mitchell are getting ready. So both of our pools are getting ready to go. All right. So the the last thing I want I want to uh, hear from you on is uh, is TYA Theater for Young Audiences. What's happening there? Oh yeah, that's that's a new new newbie. That's that's something that we're working on with the uh, Park District and with Deerfield Family Theater, and we're looking on doing a uh, Theater for Young Audience program to take place in the summer right after our Stage and Screen Summer Camp program. Um, that'll be, you know, a traditional Theater for Young Audience. So it'll be able to be able to bring your little kids and see see a fun show that that's just designed for them, like Pinkalicious or... Not not like a full fledged musical, but a smaller one that's that's geared towards a young audience, acted by adults, and uh, it should be a, a wonderful wonderful addition to to what we have currently. It'll really round out our our um, theater offering because we have the Deerfield Family Theater large musical production in the fall. And then we have Theater D's play in the springtime. We have the summer camp that kind of feeds us all, and then with the stage and screen and then we'll have a theater for young audience. So parents can bring their little kids in and, and watch a really funny show and, and just keep theater moving. And that plus we've got Sarah Hall theater year round and she does four productions and it's, we do a lot of theater at Deerfield, especially oh, yeah. for the size of the community. I don't know any community that's as big as we are that has as much arts and theater program, which is a wonder, wonderful, wonderful, uh, it truly is. And uh, for those wondering about getting involved with, with TYA, that is, unlike Deerfield Family Theater Productions, uh, kids don't will, will, will not be acting in TYA, but it's, it's really geared towards kids as an audience, right? Correct. It's geared towards the um, young, young, young kids, the three, fours, five, sixes to come out with their parents and do like a show as a family. And it's... It's a fun, it's a fun little 60 minute show is probably like the maximum show. So it's not a long time to sit with your kid. I know my, my daughter loved watching long shows as a baby, but my son's ain't going to happen. So <laughs> it was a great, it was a great, it'll be a great show. All right. Well, is there anything else you, you want uh, our audience to know about before, um, before we don't see you behind the scenes of all this incredible work that you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, just. Come out. I want everyone to just remind everyone to come out and get tickets for Don't Dress for Dinner. It's a hilarious show that that is coming back. We will, Theater D has been off for now two years. When COVID started was the day everything closed was the day we were set to open. 
So we didn't have that show go and then we couldn't do a show last year. So this is our resurgence show and I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping to fill the houses and, and bring everything back. All right. I look forward to it. All right. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Matthew. And that's our show. Visit theaterd.com for more details and to purchase tickets. Also, keep an eye on DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com since information about our 2022 show and auditions will be posted soon. As always, links are in the show notes. Please share this podcast to help support the work of Deerfield Family Theater. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us the highest rating you can and leave us a review, both of which will really help others discover this show. If you'd like to get in touch, send us a voice message at anchor.fm DFT. We might even add your voice message to a future show. Until next time, thanks to everyone who continues to support the arts. We'll see you at the theater.